Yo, 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 we are back with another episode of Hood Talk Podcast. And on this episode, we got a special guest. I've been knowing this guy since I was 16. Real cool dude, you know what I'm saying? He's the co-owner, creative director of Gigi's Kitchen, assistant manager of Touching Lives for You Healthcare. He's a writer, a rapper, an MC, a former youth pastor, a youth football league coach, a husband, a father, but most importantly, a man of God. Let's give it up for AJ. Let's go. <laughs> you already know what it is, what it was, and what it will be. It's that dude, Jizzle, man. Hey, shout out to Tim, man. Shout out to the Hood Podcast. Thanks for having me, man, for sure. For sure, man. It can't have it no other way, man. We yes, all- sir. Much love, man. We all out here trying to make it. You know what I'm saying? Of course, man. It's all about progression. That's what life is about, man. Moving forward. Heck yeah, and all the ventures we got, we got to bring them all together and make yes, some type sir. of something. For real, though, man. It's time to put the city on. Yeah, for a fact, man. So, um, speaking of that, so you're from Dayton, Ohio, right? But I see you moved to Kentucky. What was your reason for that? Europe. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm from the city, of course, man. From Dayton, view to be exact, stand up. But uh, I had to move down here in about 2012 because my grandparents, they weren't doing so hot. So I wanted to be close to them in case they passed. But, you know what I mean? Here we are years later and they still kicking. So uh, I ended up staying down here because I wanted to, you know, I found that Kentucky was the a, a opportunity to really change my life. Like, so I brought my kids and my family down here and, I, and I've been raising them ever since. And uh, i just been able to get into a few different things, man. So it's been a blessing. Like, it was the best decision I ever made. If you ever thinking about getting out the city, man, and, and going to try something different or see something different, man, this is your sign to do it. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, and that sign hit me hard when you just said that. Like, yeah, it's probably it's a world of opportunity, especially for people's personalities. Down here, you know, people are mostly, like, chill. I'm talking about Dayton, Ohio, too. Mostly, like, chill and stuff like that. But when you uppity and vibrant, you know, this is a hating-ass city. To a certain extent, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, what they say, crabs in a bucket. Everybody trying to pull everybody down, man, instead of trying to grow right. together, man. And we need to really that was change my point, that. Bro. That was my next point. Like, you you hit it right on the, the nail on the head. That's exactly what I was saying because, um, you know what I mean, when you look at the city, but, like, most people, like, they don't want to see nobody doing better than them. So, like you said, it's that analogy of, like, monkeys in a barrel or crabs in a bucket. You know what I mean? Everybody, is, as soon as you get to a certain level, they want to pull you back down because they don't want to see you doing better. So, you got to go outside the city, man, and find people with the like-minded mentality. You know what yeah. I mean? Unfortunately, but I love our hometown to death. You know what I mean? But I knew if I was going to elevate, I had to change my surroundings. Damn, man, that's deep, bro. That's really deep because I've thought about that myself. But it's like my mom here, bro. I don't know about leaving my mom. And I think you took, your whole family went with you, right? Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, my mom and my sister came came down first, and then I followed them after. And then my, my wife and my kids came shortly after that. So, yeah, we did. was blessed and fortunate for us to all move kind of as a unit. But I could see how, you know what I mean, missing people from back home could hurt. Because, man, my first couple of years, I was coming back home like every other day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, it, it ain't no feel like the city. You know what I mean? No matter where you go, man, they ain't got just a whole nother vibe, you know what I mean? And yeah. that could be good, bad, or indifferent, you know what I mean? But you, when you're from there, you feel that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you definitely right about that. Yeah, shout out to the hometown. You know, I love my city. I love it. Then I was thinking about... 937. Yeah. Up. 
<laughs> yeah, man. And I was thinking about like just having this home and then just vacationing a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Doing it like yeah, that. Yeah, that's dope, man. Because I don't like no natural disasters. <laughs> natural disasters. I'm not trying to be a part of that. I know, because when you go down south, it gets ugly. Woo, you talk about tornadoes and tsunamis and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah mm-mm. I just like them in the That's movie. That's why I went south, but not too, too south. You feel me? Right. <laughs> you said, I'm on the cusp. I'm going to be right here on the cusp. A <laughs> couple hours from either way. You know right. I can make it home real quick. Yes, Lord. <laughs> I can dig that. And also, um, you and your family, y'all started a restaurant down there? Yes, yes. Um, a couple years ago, man, I seen that there was a void in the market. Like, there's plenty of restaurants. Uh, I stay in Frankfort, Kentucky, which is the capital city of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people come through here business-wise. And I noticed that there was no uh, good southern soul food cooking here in the city. You know, they had different kind of restaurants. They, they catered to Italian and Mexican and, you know what I mean, even Middle Eastern, Honduran. But there was no, like, just soul food. You know, soul food is the only food, the only kind of uh, cuisine that speaks to the to the to the inner parts of you. Yes. you know what I mean, it make you feel good when you eat it. Yes. So we wanted to bring that vibe to the city, and we was able to do that with Gigi's. Mm-hmm. Uh, we named the restaurant. Um, of course, my children and all my mom's, you know, grandchildren call her Gigi. So it was fitting because we wanted the city to know that you know, what I mean, this is your kitchen. You know what right. I mean, this is where you come. We wanted to give it that family feel. So mm-hmm. um, one of our slogans is, of course, is soul food fast. We get you in about in and out of there. It kind of gives you that JJ kind of shark vibe. Mm-hmm. But, but our cuisine, our, our menu is way different. Our taste our, is on a whole nother level. And then, of course, our second um, slogan is Frankfurt equals family. So we always try to do whatever we can in this community uh, to support uh, what we got going on and uh, to further, you know, bringing everybody together. Um, last week, we just uh, fed every teacher in the county. So we did 700 meals in three days. Ooh. So, you know, what I mean? we, you. We, we're all about, <laughs> we're all about like, trying to make sure make those connections and let everybody know that when you come together man you can get more accomplished when you come together instead of working against each other yes 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 that is a beautiful message and i hope people will chime in and listen to that and really take that in like it's okay to have some help it's okay to work with others everybody's not trying to steal your plan everybody's not against you you know um and I want to thank you for the opportunity. I was down there. Was it was it the grand opening when I got the DJ? Yes. When yeah, I got the yeah, DJ, yeah, I yeah. That was our grand opening. That. We had a block party. Yeah, yes. Yes, and that food was smacking. Me and my cousin, I appreciate we was tearing that food up. I said, oh, I love GG's. If you ever <laughs> in Kentucky, go to GG's and make sure you get some of that fish. Oh, I was in love with the fried fish, man. Appreciate it. I wasn't even trying to share with her. I put that down myself. I put some hands on that meal. Oh, that's you? Yeah, yeah, yep, I did that for you. I did that for you. Yeah, you did that. I was in there ready <laughs> to go to sleep. I'm like, how many more songs they need now? They done, they done fed my soul. <laughs> <laughs> right, they done fed my soul now. They expect me to still stand up here. I'm like, woo. But yeah, like I said, I did, I did want to thank you for definitely coming down here and blessing us, man, because you kept the party rocking for show. And yeah, if you're ever down in the Frankfurt area, we in Frankfort, Kentucky, 125 Rolling Acres, Suite 1, Frankfort, Kentucky, 40601. If you ever around, man, just holler at us. Like, I know y'all going to be going to Miami and Atlanta all summer, so when y'all mm-hmm. coming down 75, stop in Frankfort and come get you a bite, all right? Come get you a bite. Now, are y'all open every day, or do y'all got certain days and hours? Yeah, depending on... 
So, like, we're trying to make get the balance together, man, because we do a lot of catering. So, mm-hmm. right now, we're open four days a week. We're open on Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays. And then we're looking to open up on Saturdays now that the weather is breaking. And we open up typically for mid-lunch and dinner. So, like, from 1 to 8, you can catch us on Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays for sure. Oh, yeah, that's one day. Yeah, be there. Um, so okay, let's get a little a little bit about your background on your cooking side. So, when did you figure out that you could cook, and what was like the first meal that you made? So you know we, you know how we started. We started on that grill back there at Mickey D's. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why that's why I first had my hand in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and of course, watching Mom Duke, man, growing up watching my mom, my grandma do their thing. You know what I mean? I'm a big guy, so I like to eat. So I had to learn what they was doing so I could put it down too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because if you ain't seasoning, you ain't seasoning. You feel right. me? So <laughs> right. I had to make sure I put that hand in the ancestors. <laughs> Told me to make sure I hit it with the dash with the salt bay one time. You yeah. feel me? But that's how I started really working at different fast food restaurants. And then um, I was able to be blessed. So when I moved down here, um, the racetrack, which is um, called Kingland, uh, I worked there and I ended up working in one of their upper um, echelon kitchens. So um, a lot, I fed a lot of stars. I ended up learning how to make, um, you know, a lot of um, uh, high end cuisine. Mm-hmm. And I, so I mixed that with what I knew about just good old southern cooking and i mess the two oh. you know what i mean so so that's where that's what gives us our, our menu such a unique flavor because it is imported from a lot of different things um also we have um strong uh, latino heritage in our family too so we we incorporate a lot of those flavors as well into our cooking yeah and yeah it is some good cooking please please try gg's um appreciate the plug yeah no problem man also Check us out on Spotify. We on iTunes. We on Google Play. <laughs> Hood, <You> Pod- <laughs> Hood Talk Podcast, man. Gotta shout we it go. out, man. You gotta listen to it. We hey, they listening everywhere. They really listening down in Atlanta, though. We've been getting like a lot of messages and stuff from people in Atlanta. So, you know, it's it's yes, it's, so it's making moves, man. Yeah, yeah, it's man. making moves, man. Tip, man. Like I said, shout out to everything that you and the fam for. Uh, I've been rocking with y'all. I've been to a few of y'all events, man. Y'all keep it going. I mean, from uh, hands for you, you know what I mean? Y'all, y'all getting people's lives together. Yeah. I see y'all got y'all, y'all doing the uh, pressure washing, getting people's houses together. You know what I mean? Plus, you're a phenomenal DJ. you one of the coldest cooks. Hey, her hand is dope, too. You got to get some fire cheese steaks on Saturday when, when Tiff down there rocking that D&D. You know what I mean? Yeah. Make sure y'all holler at her. Hit her inbox and put y'all orders in. You know what I mean? Because she does her thing as well when it comes to this cooking, man. man don't so, make you know me mean? blush. Gotta, hey, don't hey, make got me our hands blush. We cooking. We working, man. It's all about the entrepreneurship, man. Yes. You know what I mean? If ain't nobody doing it, we going to do it. Man. So I just appreciate that. I also know that your girl makes various different things. You know what I mean? Shout out to her and her business. But I can't. Appreciate I need some it. of them. Uh, yeah, got me some of them uh, T-shirts, man. So I already know, man. Y'all, y'all doing y'all things for sure. And I appreciate that. Appreciate the plug, man. It's all love, man. That's what it's about, man. Show love to your people. Show love. Give your flyers to your people while they're here, man. I appreciate you, man, a whole lot. Yeah, man. Like, not a few people that I came up with, man, is trying to actually make their mark and leave a footprint, man. I would say Tiffany, her squad is doing just that. So, yeah, if you're in the city, man, get connected with them because they're going up. Appreciate sure. that, man. Appreciate that. 
Now, also, I want to know, like, um, far as, like, when you was trying to open your restaurant, what were some of the difficulties? Because uh, when you trying to open it for a few years, weren't you? Yeah, man. So getting GG's off the ground was a five-year process, right? So, you know I mean, at first it started off with idea. And that's, of course, with any business that you're trying to um, launch. It starts off with idea. And then you build upon that idea. So you set goals, of course, and you're trying to accomplish those goals. Well, of course, that list of goals sometimes ain't going to go your way. And that's kind of some of the hardships that I came across. You know what I mean? Zoning, uh plumbing, uh, make it, you know, get with those city officials, make sure everything was right, man. Uh, they come, they critique you, they, they, you know what I mean, yeah. send you back to the drawing board, how you redoing it again over and over until you get it all the way up to code. You know what I mean? It was just, it was just a, a long process. Get the LLC started, uh, developing a buzz and a name for the, for the restaurant. You know what I mean? It, it was just a lot to it, man. It's a lot of steps, but it's well worth it. You know, anything yeah. in life worth having, it takes the long road to get there, man. So it just takes a little patience. But, yeah, it took me working my, you know, nine to five plus getting off and clocking in, you know, uh, imaginary clocking in, I should say, to, to, to doing that, to getting that going. You know what I mean? That's what it takes. Like, you know what I mean? You got to push past what you do on a normally day, normal day basis. Right. You know what I mean? Because you can get into your routine of I'm doing this, but is that going to push you to be great? Right, and I think that's what people missing is we have all these ideas. You know, what I mean, there's three types of people in this world. There's people that say they're gonna do. There's people that watch people that do, and there's people that do. You know, what I mean, which right. one are you? You know, what I mean, right. and at the end of the day, I think that's what it takes is just that tenacity to say I'm gonna push myself past my physical limitations. I'm gonna call on the Lord and say, when I'm weak, your strength is made perfect. So if I can't do it my faith in you is going to give me the ability to do it. You feel what I'm saying? Right. And I think that's what it comes along with, man. When you put God first in any situation, you can't do nothing but with You right you know about I mean? that. You right about that. Say that one more time. If you don't put God first, man. In any situation, every situation, you know what I mean? You can't win, man. We, we We fight from a place of victory. He already won for us. Right. But at the end of the day, it's like, are you going to step into that victory? Or are you going to fold under pressure? Right. But, yeah, so to answer your question, yeah, man, it was it was a lot of trials and tribulations, but it was well worth it to see the finished product. And, yes. I, I, like I said, I take no credit for it, man. It was all the creator, real tough. And, I mean, all I was was a vessel for him to use. Yes. You know what I mean? And, and me opening up myself to be able to be used is how that happened. You know what I mean? And that's with anything I do in life. You know what I mean? As far as, you know what I mean? Like you uh, mentioned before, I used to be a youth pastor. Like, and I've always had a connection with younger people, man, because I found it like so amazing that they're still learning. They're still growing. They're still developing. So I always wanted to give them a little bit of knowledge of what I learned. And little did I know that that would transition into me being able to teach them about the word of God. So I just took that three years, like, Okay, you know what I mean? God, what is the path you got for me? And he said, this is where I need you at right now is to help these young people. You know what I mean? It's to, it's to raise a generation. So long story short, the young people that I had at my church, you know I mean, they all went to high school or, or graduated and went to college. So it was like, you know, God was like, okay, your time is done with that. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people always ask, like, how did you go from being a youth pastor to making secular music? Right. <laughs> and, and I really believe Honestly, I'm on my path and my purpose. You know what I mean? We can do everything unto God, that that don't mean everything that we do is going to be up under the umbrella of church. Right. You know what I mean? So I had a season to where 
I was pastoring and mentoring young people. And as you said, I was also you being a youth football coach. So I had a dual purpose when it comes to the young people. Now those young people have elevated. It was time for me to move on. And I think that's what most people get confused that they get so comfortable where they at that they think that's where they're supposed to stay. Right. But life is like is about progression. So you got to move forward. You, know I mean? you can't just keep doing the same thing. And I've always loved music, man. I've been rapping since I was like 14, 15 years old. Like, I love music. I so remember like, that. This is the opportunity. Yeah. He was like, this is the opportunity. Yeah. We used to be back on the grill freestyling, beating yeah. on the, you know what I mean, on the line. You know what I mean? Heck yeah. All type of shit. So he was like, this is the time to explore your music. He said, I'm going to use that platform for you to reach more people for me, for the glorification of him. So I'm taking that journey, you know what I mean, and seeing where the music takes it. Yes, I love that. I love that, man. So, okay, so what's what's your rap name? Since we're going to get into so the music. By, right, right. So I go by the name A-Jizzle That Nigga. A-J-I-S-D-L-E-D-A-T-N-I-C-C-A. And most people will say, okay, well, why would you use that nigga? Like, that's a such a derogatory term. Well, to most people, you know what I mean, that don't share our complexion, we a nigga. Regardless of how much I do, being a youth football coach, being a youth pastor, you know what I mean? Being a business owner, being on boards and committees, they still view me as a nigga. Right. So if they going to view me as a nigga, then they going to know that I'm that nigga. Right. Tell them, get it right. If I'm going to be that nigga, regardless, I'm going to be that nigga. Right. Number one nigga, the nigga that's all in their face, the nigga that's trying to make a change for other niggas. You know what I mean? So that's why I go by that rag name, because I just feel like it explicitly wrongly is is an, is a um, description of who I am. You know what I mean? And then A Jizzle, like, you know what I mean? I've always been a fan of Snoop and how he can freestyle with the Jizzles. So I just was like, you know, my name is AJ. It just makes sense to go by A Jizzle. You know what I mean? Plus, yeah. I'm a big uh, Jeezy fan, and Jeezy's alter ego is Jizzle. You know what I mean? So yeah. I go by A Jizzle. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that, that's where that comes from. Okay, okay. So where's some of the places you've performed? Whew. I'd have been a little bit all over. It's crazy. Um, I just started recording about two months ago, man. So I'm I'm about uh, seven songs into the mixtape. So uh, the two songs that I'm leading with off the mixtape is, um, of course, uh, Real Nigga Plus I'm Paid. That's everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, everywhere. And then Adulthood. And Adulthood, the reason why I'm bringing this up before I talk about the performances is, is because Adulthood is with another great entrepreneur in the city by the name of Jimmy Green. Man. If you don't know about Jimmy, man, he's the best personal trainer in the city, as yes. well as he has a, a house brand business uh, called Clock In Cleaner. So you get with him too, man. But uh, me and him hooked up on a song called Adulthood. And I think that song is so dope because it explains how we're feeling right now. As right. Americans, as black men in America, you know, what's going on as far as what's going on in our government, our economy, and how we're treated. You know what I mean? It just talks about being tired. You know what I mean? Yes. How, like all of it's becoming too much. But uh, so those are my two songs that I'm leading with off the mixtape. Mixtape should be done in a couple months, so y'all should be looking out for that. Mm-hmm. But as far as performances, man, I have um, been blessed to grace a few stages in this short period of time, uh, especially last month, man. I was working. Um, I did... Um, the Coalition DJ event in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I opened up for um, a guy by the name of uh, Two Deuces in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, I did an open mic uh, in Indiana. And then um, here recently, I just um, performed for Wally Coyote 
uh, in Cincinnati. That was the show that you was able to come down to at the Trip Awards. And yes. shout out to Young Bay and the Gorgeous Killers for giving me the opportunity to perform and open up at the Drip Awards, man. That was huge. Yeah, that was huge, man. I had a great time. I had a great time. I got some clips, too. I got some clips of your performance that I'm going to put out there so that people can see how you rock the mic, how you move the stage. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of high energy, man. You really give a good performance. You give a great performance, man. That's what it's all about, getting people to feel it. If you ain't hype, shit, we ain't going to be hype. But you was up there moving. ain't having a good time. Ain't nobody having a good time. That's the show. You definitely right about that. So how how many songs you trying to put on the mixtape? What's your plan? I'm thinking I'm a, I think I'm around it at ten. You know what I mean? Uh my the, the producer I'm working with, he's like, I'll oh, just just play out a four song EP. But I feel like these ten songs will will encompass everything that I'm doing and feeling right now. You know what I mean? And I just think that it'll be a good look, man. I think people will really be able to tap in and see the versatility in how I write and also how me and me, I perform and how I deliver these lyrics, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to round it off at 10. Uh, sneak peek, I ain't never told nobody this, but the name of my mixtape will be <laughs> Get Paid or Get Laid Trying. I know that's right. It's, it's, it's a spoof of, of course, Get Rich or Die Trying by 50 Cent. So, you know what I mean? Being that he is one of the people that I grew up listening to, I thought it would be dope to name my mixtape kind of to mimic his, his first album. So, Get laid or get paid trying is the day of the mixtape. Yes, I love that. Have you thought of maybe a date? Anything, you know what I'm saying? Have you came up with yes. a date? Yes. So, <laughs> I'm so glad you mentioned it, bro, because we do got, we got some stuff going on. So, I am actually opening up my own lounge, and that'll be July 16th. So, I'm going to um, have my lounge opening up um, at the same time I release my mixtape. So, we're going to do a huge mixtape party. So July 16th is when the mixtape dropping, and I'll be opening up my lounge. It's the Vibe Lounge. Oh, I can't wait. So that same space that I, I set you up in the DJ, that's mm-hmm. I'm actually going to convert that into a lounge. So we're going to have hookah. We're going to be cooking good. We're going to have open word. We're going to have comedy. We're going to have poetry. You know what I mean? It, uh, independent artists. Like, I'm trying to make it happen, man. I'm putting on. Yes, Definitely you really are, man. Back. Hey, I'm proud <laughs> of you, man. And Hood Talk Podcast will be in the building. I'm around the sure. summer. We coming down there, man. We got to support, man. Of course. And, bro, we want to see you win, man. That's what it's all about. And plus, I need some more of that fish. ASAP. <laughs> I need some more of that fish. <laughs> I'm probably going to get the food first. I'm going to meet y'all hey, in the I lounge. I'm bigger with you. I'm always, if I'm on my way to the city, I'm always checking if you cook it the weekend. Like, if you're cooking this weekend, damn. Like, damn, I missed it again. <laughs> 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 I mean, like, for real, I'm for real, old because I'm telling you, the Phillies be fire. Yeah, that's what it's about, man. That is what, man, that is so good to hear, man. Um, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, y'all got to get out some of that pie punch, too. I had some of that one of them times, man. and that'll yeah. put you right where you need to be as well. You know what <laughs> I mean? Punch out the killer with dessert. Hey, what you on that ass? Like, oh, this tastes like juice. This tastes like juice. Yeah, next minute you in the corner like you out the Casamigos or something. Right. Hey. Trying to dance and shit. Folded and faded. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, yo, I also see that you're, uh, you're assistant manager of Touching Lives for You Healthcare. You got your hand in everything. Now, how did you get into the healthcare field? Okay, so, of course, uh, my mom, she's been in the healthcare field for 30 years, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, she decided to, that she wanted to give special and uh, one-on-one care to her clients. So we developed a um, private care uh, business. 
So what we do is um, in a nursing home, if um, a patient needs one-on-one care or 24-hour care, if they're maybe suicidal or they need some uh, further assistance, then we come in and help in addition to what the nursing home does. Or we go in and we help uh, elderly people or people with uh, any kind of um, um, mental deficiencies or retardations or anything. We go in and we help them in their homes too as well. So we just provide one-on-one care. For, for anybody. So, yeah, I help manage that. Uh, me and my wife as well um, help manage that business. We, um, you know, make the schedule, get everybody going, make sure that all our clients are well taken care of. So, yeah, so that's, that's one of our huge passions as well, man. We we love to take care and, and help out the elderly, man. Because at the end of the day, yeah, we're here to push the next generation, but we got to turn to the to the last one to learn. You know what I mean? Right. And if, and if we can learn and grow from them, man, imagine what we'll be. Like I said, it's all about coming together and everybody working together, man. Yes. You got to look at your past to know where you're going in the future. You're right about that. And and I like, I love the fact that your wife does this with you. Like, that's beautiful to have it just all in the family, your mother, your wife. Did your kids help out too? Yes, of course. Hey, they would they would spin a plate in a minute. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> they come through and make sure they get their allowance money for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. I know they probably love having all of that. Like that's great, you know, to be able to leave this stuff to your kids, leave a legacy. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. all about generational and that's wealth. Exactly, and that's exactly what our point was, man. I think one of the be- most beautiful anecdotes was that my my 11 year old daughter she turned to my mother and she said. You know, Grandma Gigi, I see that you're building and you're working hard so that we can have something when we, you know, when we grow up. And I appreciate you opening up Gigi's and touching lives for us. And my mom just began to ball. And it just shows her maturity and her growth and her belief in God and that she needed that. And she let God use her in that moment, you know what I right. mean, to tell, you know what I mean? And that show is full circle. Because at the end of the day, like you said, this is what we're doing it for, man. The blood, sweat, and tears is for them. But right. they don't got to work this hard, and it's that a good thing for them to recognize that that was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, such a young, such a young age, and she understands what's going on. Like, and you know, kids don't lie; they keep it real with you. If it was something they ain't sure. like, they'd tell you. So I for know, sure. yeah, I almost cried when you were saying it. Yeah, man, that was, <laughs> hey, when I that said was, that was a moment for the whole family, it, it recharged all my batteries. Now we would go out there to rage war again. Like, okay, yeah. yeah. And that's what it's all about, man. You know what I mean? Sometimes hey, we need a pat on the back. You know what I mean? Yes. A, a encouraging word, a little uplifting. And that's what we're about, man. Like, anybody I come in contact with, I definitely try to bless them. Like, especially with these social media outlets, you'll see so much negativity. So the, my, my whole thing is, when you're doing something, bro, I'm going to post it. I'm going to share it. I'm going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to comment because I want you to know, but somebody sees it and they're, and they're rooting for you. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. You know what I mean? And I'm always everybody's biggest cheerleader when it comes to that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, man. And we appreciate you, man. You are a very great guy, man. But I um, appreciate you. Also, could you say that what's the name of those songs again so I can make sure, you know, people go ahead and listen and download and make sure they play it yep. in their car, they when they working out at the gym. Let's go. Yeah, so uh, like I said, my lead track is Real Nigga Plus I'm Paid. So Real Nigga the plus sign, I'm paid. You know what I mean? And then adulthood. Uh, of course, adulthood. You can't spell that any other way. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Over the lead trade. We on all streaming sites. Uh, yeah, we, we own Apple Music, Spotify, whatever you, wherever you can get it, you can get it from us. You know what I mean? So 
definitely just uh, stream the songs, man. If y'all love it, man. Like I said, the album coming July 16th, so be waiting on that. If you ever in Frankfort, Kentucky, stop past GG's 125 Rolling Acres. Frankfort, Kentucky, 40601. You know what I mean? Just holler at us, man. We we definitely here to serve you in any way you need. You know what I mean? And like I said, July 16th is going all the way down. Album release party at the new location. It's a vibe lounge, Frankfort, Kentucky. Same address as GG's. You know what I mean? Keep it all in one place. You know what I mean? Right. All in one. You get your good food. You get your good vibe. I can't. I can't wait. I'm gonna have to get me a hotel room. We definitely gonna have to stay down there. I'm gonna have to mark yeah, my let's calendar. Yeah, take it a weekend. Yeah, yeah let's go. I'm gonna definitely you know have to mark my calendar because I know after this, I'm not gonna want to drive back home, and nobody's At gonna want to drive back home. <laughs> yeah, long because you know we know to cut a little room. You know, <laughs> do you have any like clips or anything like where people can see your performances, or you got any videos like on Facebook or YouTube or anything like that? Uh, yeah, man, check me on any and all streaming sites. Right now, my little TikTok's going up, man. I actually just dived into social media, bro. Like, I just had a little Facebook, but I turned up all my socials when I decided to start doing music again, man. And I'm, and I'm getting a lot of good praise. So, uh, on TikTok, A Jizzle, that nigga, A J I S D L E D A T N I C C A. And that's on Facebook as well as Instagram. So, uh, A Jizzle underscore that underscore, uh, Nicka. You know what I mean? That's on uh, Instagram. So you can hit me on any of those. And, of course, I got plenty of clips. But I'm always uploading. People get tired of seeing me, for real. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I try to make sure I put myself out there, you know what I mean, and let them know that, you know what I mean, it's nothing good vibes over here. And with with Jizzle, you're going to have a good time. You know what I mean? So that, that that's the, put, the, the image that I'm trying to put out there for sure. Facts, man. And you doing it, man. And I hope you make it to the top, man. Nothing but greatness, man, from here on out. When we listen back to this, man, be multimillionaires like, bro, I remember doing that interview. Hey, right. First doing, podcast the interview, too. I just want to put oh, that the out first? there. I made that exclusively for you because a few people have asked. And you're the first person I definitely said, nah, I'm doing this first. Oh, I mean, man. So, I mean, make sure I did, I did hood podcast first. So when, when everything jump off, y'all can say y'all got the first interview. You know what I mean? For sure. Oh man, that is so bomb, man. That just touched my heart. I gotta put this in the archive. I gotta make sure I date it, stamp it. Cause when I see you on the Grammys, I'm be like, here go his first podcast interview. He did that right here. <laughs> <laughs> like, Appreciate it. Manifesting yeah. yeah. yes, uh, that, man. When you on the BET Hip Hop Awards, man, I'm gonna be in the crowd like, here go his podcast right here. For sure. <laughs> you know what I'm we working. working I'm building man. a team, man. So, you know, you, you multi-talented. I'm definitely going to be reaching out to you for, some, for a few things, man. But we going to rap about it. that offline, you know what I mean, off the, off the cast. I appreciate that, man. But, hey, man, this has been a great episode. Make sure you download his music. Check out his restaurant, man, and be looking for this when it come out. All right, man, it's been Hood Talk. Yep. Much love. One.